Uh, pancake and pandemics. This is dubs. Honestly, um, I was feeling like we were a little flat last episode. So I was thinking I was going to deliver a pump up speech, but then I saw that one and I wanted you guys to be determinated to the game. Um, and yeah, so here we are. I'm jacked up. It's an election recap pancakes and pandemics episode. We got a little bit of verses, but before we get into any of that, John, you have a gross mustache. Talk about it. Yeah, thank you for that. So I uh, definitely I shaved my beard down to do a Dr. Robotnik mustache for my Halloween costume to go along with my my kids who was dressing up as Sonic and Tails, and my wife is Knuckles. And so, yes, I had a big flaring mustache, and now I just consolidated it down just to a creepy porn star mustache. Mm-hmm. And um, while I think it looks dashing, I did try to kiss my wife a couple mornings ago, and um, when I tried to do so, she she like blocked me with her hand in like a Dikembe Mutombo, like uh uh uh, and pushed me back and goes, "Come, why don't you come talk to me in like a week? I can't take you seriously with that face right now." And so I'm I'm actively regrowing the beard to um yeah mesh into my existing beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, my first reaction was that's gross, and I'm just gonna keep it real with you, and uh, but. I think – by the way, how about, how about that speech? I mean, Eve, you didn't look like you were as excited about it as I wanted you to be. You kind of looked no. impressed. No, like it's like no offense, but super offense. It sounded like his father figure might be like a supremacist. I just don't like the vibe this little child is giving off. He's okay, just yelling, I, I, just I, yelling I, I, his screechy little voice at a bunch of prepubescent boys, and I, and he, I don't think he understands half of what he's saying. It's like a Braveheart speech, but a five-year-old's giving it. And he definitely got it from a father figure, not his father. It's that shit's from a stepdad, stepdad. that's trying trying way too hard. It's, it's from Carl. <laughs> Carl just wants to get. Hold on. So, yeah, I, I got a, I got a couple takes on that speech. So one is, um, yeah, I think I think what you said is is true i also uh one thing i found funny as i read through the comments on that speech is a couple people claimed to know that kid or kids on the team and they lost 35 to zero (laughs) which i i just found so funny uh also john did you play football growing up like were you on a football team i did in junior high and high school yes did you have those periods of time where someone would go up it like a player on our team would do those like speeches or we got in a circle because to me in a sports environment, there was never a more awkward moment. I was like more of a baseball player. I hated when we would get in those circles and like try to pump each other up. I'm like, why are we yelling? Like, I'm not that into this. I'm looking around like, why, you know, do we not realize that we're acting like fucking retards here? So I don't know. No, I'm totally with you. Yeah, but I mean, you and I are both cynics, right? Right. We're not typically Kool Aid drinkers. Like, yes, that's 
where I, I, I have the same feeling in those huddles as I did when I watched uh, Ray Lewis used to pump his team up and just spit <laughs> gibberish shit about God watching them and watching over them and wanting them to win oh, the Ravens. I'm like, no, no, no. So my, my, my question is, where's the coach? Isn't that the coach's job? Where's, where's the coach in this? Why is he not pumping up the children? Yeah, it, it's a fair question, Eve. It's a fair question. I think they thought they'd turn it over to a peer captain. I did like how he said, be you, but also have passion. I mean, that's something you get <laughs> from – because apparently early, he says Cole. Cole got really angry. I want to see that from everyone. But then he dials that back and says, but be you. Be you, but also have passion. Very confusing, hard to follow, but I listened to it 30, 40 times, so I kind of know exactly what he said there. I have a difficult time getting pumped up by, um, yeah, prepubescent, um, no testosterone kids. And um, he did say our home field or our home field. And like, oh, okay. And then something about traveling Gordon to New, New England. England. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really get that part. I think that beat up Tom Brady. What are they going to do? He kind of lost me when he said, goodness sake. I don't think – you should yeah. <laughs> Took a lot of the wind out of the sails when he, when he said, goodness sakes. Um, I think he got caught up in there in a little bit, not unlike our, our two uh, old white people battling each other right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to get into that. Been, uh, it was a, let's just say it this way. It was a little bit of a sus pump-up speech. It was no Friday Night Lights, full hearts, clear eyes, can't lose. No, kind of stuff. no, obviously not. So I did want to get into sus because I've just been introduced. John said that sus, which is short for suspect, is becoming a thing. And I saw on Facebook today, a lot of two different people said, hey, I don't know, but these election results seem pretty sus. And uh, John, could you enlighten us? Where is the sus phenomenon coming from? And how can we all get more of it? Yeah, so you can start by um, getting on your computer or your mobile device and downloading the hit game titled Among Us. Uh, Among Us has been out since 2018, but didn't actually what? start to hit popularity uh, until recently with the pandemic among okay. young adults and teens. Um, so it's a lot like if you guys have ever played the board game Secret Hitler or like, I don't know. Anyways, there's one character that's the, the imposter or two characters that are the imposter. And the other uh, members playing the game are crewmates. They're all teammates. And you're on a spaceship together and the crewmates have tasks that they have to complete to fill up an energy bar. And the imposters, though try to infiltrate and make themselves out to be crewmates while secretly like, you know, if a crewmate wanders off by themselves, they kill them all of a sudden. And then they can duck into a vent and go off and slither away. Or um, they commit sabotage to like uh, throw the, impo- the the crewmates off. And so if, if the, crew, the crewmates meet a win condition by filling up that bar, or if the imposters kill everyone off or um, manage to delay everyone until there's a, a catastrophic sabotage, the imposters win. But the cool thing is, right, like the crewmates can call an emergency meeting. There's no voice chat in the game. Oh, okay. The crewmates can call an emergency meeting, um, or if they discover a dead body, they can immediately call a meeting. And then everyone, all the crewmates and the imposters, get into a chat room, right? And then they have to discuss and chat it out and be like, hey, I found uh, uh, the, the red character dead in operations. And then all of it, everyone starts talking and it's debating. Like yeah. And like, yeah. And you have to, like, you have to, you have to figure it out. And the word sus comes from. Well, okay. Well, I just saw Pink run out of operations. Sus. They're running really fast. I'm, I'm sus and Pink. Pink That's is sus- way sus. It's suspicious. That's suspicious. That's what. Oh, suspicious. okay. So it's not suspect. It's suspicious. Well, it can be both. Whatever. Okay. All right. 
I use the word it, suck very just, fluently. Just be, just be you. Just be you. Fair enough. Goodness sake. So Goodness yeah, and then, and, then, and then everyone votes, right? You can vote to either skip the round and go back to playing the game, or you can vote to eject someone from the spaceship, and you float them out. And then the best thing is if you float out someone who's a crewmate because you incorrectly <laughs> voted someone off, it just goes, da, 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 so-and-so, uh, dubs. Um, was not the imposter. As you see their dead body, as you see their dead dead body tumble out of the spaceship. Sounds two awesome. imposter, two imposters remain. So, so it's, so, really, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So, do you play this a lot? Oh, I play it like maybe a couple of times a day. It's really quick, right? A, a game is really easy to get into, and it takes probably less than ten minutes to play. Oh, okay. How come um, you've never played with us? How come we're not invited? I've been trying to organize a game with you guys. Let's invite um, everybody. Let's I'd get love to. Chaz, Esteban, all our fans. That's like yeah. 12, 15 people. And Iceland. Iceland. We'll have people from Netherlands. Uh, New Zealand, I think, is where we're big. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. All right. So, so go ahead, Eve. We, we didn't even talk about Halloween. Like, did you guys not do anything for Halloween? Uh, we, I like oh. kind of trick or treated. I mean, um, I don't know. Halloween was okay. There's nothing that that sexy. Did you see John John's mustache? We kind of talked about that. That was from Halloween. Uh, Eve, yeah. it, maybe do you want to talk about Halloween since you brought it up? Oh yeah, I kind of do. Oh, thank you okay. so much. Uh-huh. So um, I've had a high, a high influx of of dates recently, and um, hmm. you know, on Halloween I went out and I went to Waikiki in my Harley Quinn costume, and people stopped me to take pictures of me, and random homeless people yelled at me. It was really fun. Um, yeah, that's about it. So I just wanted to just highlight myself for a moment. Oh, also, uh, I'm running into an issue where I don't prep for podcasts anymore as much because I'm busy going through different online dating apps. And a problem I came up with today was something I, I messaged John earlier was that I have so many people with the same first name that I match with that I forget who they are. So I have like 10 at least 10 Alexes and there's a new Alex that just matched with me. People, people by the name of Alex, like, I don't know what happened like 20, 30 years ago, but all their parents named their kids, Alex. And now I have in my phone, I just have like different things like Alex blonde, Alex ginger, Alex cat, like just like some kind of designator to to figure out what the Alex big muscles, Alex nerd. Like, how am I going to tell these people apart? They'll start talking to me and I'm like, what, who the fuck, which Alex is this? And I have to like pretend like I know what we're talking about that we talked about like ten days ago. Is there an Alex Sus? Ooh, there should be. Like my brother's this- name is Alex, and he's thirty-two. Ugh. So there must have been. You might be onto something with this Alex phenomenon about your age. How about it? I'm gonna go see Alex this weekend. I'm not gonna be here this weekend. You guys are gonna have your own podcast. It's probably gonna be way better. Might even get benched after this. This could be the end of Dubs. Um, this could be my last hurrah. We'll see what happens. You'll be fine. We'll, we'll find a fill-in. Yeah, I'm sure you will. That's what I'm saying. I'm worried. I'm, I, I feel like I'm on the chopping block. You know, you don't realize how little you need me until I'm not there, and you go, "Huh, this is a lot easier without dubs." And then you know, never come back. All right, let's get into the election night. Speaking of sus, man, there's some shit popping off. The old guy contest started yesterday. I did want to announce. Uh, this might be breaking news. I saw Kanye got 57,000 votes and he has dropped out. So it is now a two person race. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. What? So it's now it's just Biden and just Trump. 
I don't, you don't know if Kanye is going to go down the recount road. You know, that is very popular right now. So you just don't know if, if Kanye's going to go down that road, but assuming he doesn't, it's going to be Biden or Trump. Uh, John, from what I understand, you have uh, watched more coverage of the election than even I combined times, probably two or three times what we've watched. So I, I want to turn it to you. I have a few different takes. I did watch more election coverage than I normally do, but I want to go to you first on kind of your initial thoughts of the election and, and kind of what, what stood out to you. So my initial thoughts are, um, and W and I kind of discussed some of this earlier, but Florida has has it down, right? <laughs> they, they, they they turn and burn those ballots, baby. Ever since they fucked the, the country years ago and kept us hanging for days over 500-some votes in Dade County, uh, they moved to the Scantron system. Uh, they get a ballot in, they churn it, they get it out, and, and they get that shit done. So, uh, But while the rest of the country is interesting, right? Because a lot of the, of the country doesn't do mail-in voting, or doesn't do absentee balloting all that heavily. Um, Colorado does, which thankfully, and, and, and it works really nicely. But the majority of the country doesn't do that. And so a lot of the country right now is struggling with, okay, we were mandated to not count our ballots, um, the mail-in ballots, even though we were receiving them early, we were mandated not to start counting right. them until yeah. election day. Right. And so uh, that's also increased the number of voters that have actually voted um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of trailing over. We're going to be a day or two or three after election the week. election date. It's, a le- election. So, like, it's, a le- it's election week week because there's such a huge deluge of, uh, of votes that still need to be counted. I, I want to go back to your Florida comment. I mean, that was fucking ridiculous. They had like 12 million votes and that shit was done. Like they closed their polls at seven and it was like by eight o'clock. It was like, here's your 12 million votes. Here's what happened in our state. Uh that was insane. I actually thought as as um, there's always one state that fucks it up, which appears to be Pennsylvania that just kind of can't get their shit together. And even G- Georgia had some like water burst or Pen- something like that. No, hold on. Pennsylvania is fine. Okay. They actually just um, they they're, they're held, I mean, kind of hostage to the mail in vote. Right. But Pennsylvania did. They fucked themselves a little bit by saying, you know what, we're going to as long as it's postmarked by the date. We're going to accept these ballots up until uh, Friday. Oh, Friday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. your ballot could arrive by Friday. As long as it arrives by Friday, like it's going to get counted. So Pennsylvania put that out there um, in order to be, I don't know, fair and equitable and get as many votes in as possible. And so that's why it's taking so long for, for PA. Okay. Well, whatever. Point is, every other state has got to figure it out. I was thinking, though, why didn't anybody – because I was thinking, what are the situations that I've been in where it seems like there's a ton of fucking people, a lot of shit going on, but somehow you get through it really easily? Someone should have called Chick-fil-A and asked them, <laughs> what's your process for getting people through you know, the shit and just done whatever they do, uh, right? Jesus, chicken, and not working Sundays. Yeah, that's that, fine. That's, if they, if they that, said, that's your order menu. What would you like? And they had the little person in the drive-thru. I've been like, I'd like a little bit of Biden. And yep, a couple of those guys. And yes, I'd like to vote yes for drugs. And they'd be like, yep, 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 yep. Okay, your vote's done. And you drive off and you're happy. No, they don't say, okay, they say, my pleasure. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it's sending the, the little pretty white Christian kids out, not not just through the drive-thru window. They send them out to your car as you're pulling up to the right, drive-thru that's window. What I mean. And that's how you do it. You send the white kids out to your car to take the order. That way, you're just speeding up the process. Right. And you're just driving through. You're getting your food. You're paying. You're going. You don't have the whole order, order window part because you've taken the one order window and you outsource it to three white kids. 
Right. And, and at minimum wage or $15 an hour. Actually, Chick-fil-A pay, pays pretty solid. I told him my son who's in the food business right now is only 15. It's like the only job you can get. I was like, dude, get a couple years of experience. Go over to Chick-fil-A because you'll get like double the pay. Um, but they're not just going to hire any 15-year-old. You got to be like a seasoned vet over there and say my pleasure all the time. So, John, did you watch all CNN? Because I did. I bounced between CNN and Fox. Those were my two... Uh, things and I wanted to compare because I thought it was a funny con- compare and contrast the guys that were running the maps, um, and I actually I, I and then the coverage today I watched both of them. But going back to yesterday, the guy that was running CNN's map was fucking a badass, and the guy yeah. that was running Fox's yeah. map, like he was a badass. If you didn't watch the CNN guy, like if you would have oh, yeah. just watched the Fox guy, you'd been like, oh, this guy's pretty good. He gets in and out. He knows what he's doing. The fucking CNN guy was he had a black belt in the whatever that map was. Yep, Very yep. impressive. So so his name is John King. Okay. Uh Rachel, my wife and I watched the twenty sixteen elections uh and watched majority CNN, flipped over to Fox Sun, but mostly CNN CNN because we were so enamored with John <laughs> King. He did the same thing four years ago, bro. He played that board like um it was beautiful foreplay with a woman. Oh, he knew God. he knew how to he knew how to flick the clit here in Pennsylvania. He knew how to tweak a nipple here in a county in Nebraska. Like he just played it beautifully. And then, yeah, you're right, Dubs. This year, um, I did flip over to Fox News, and Fox News tried to copy it. Fox yep. News tried to copy <laughs> it tried. with the same big board, but instead, that that homeboy could not play the board as deftly as John King would. He he. The guy at Fox News looked like it was the first time that the lights had been shut off and he was alone with a woman in a room. He was just pawing at it and, and like just squeezing it in weird spots. It was gross. <laughs> the analogy's kind of me up. So, so I will say, like, I noticed he would go, so I'm going to the Fox News guy. He would click a certain county or whatever, and it, you could tell he wasn't really sure what was about to pop up. Like, you were, no find, idea. you were finding out at the same time that he was finding out what was about to happen. And the other guy was like, oh, yeah, let's go to this county. And by the way, he's looking at a state with, like, 40 counties. He just selects the county he wants like it's nothing for 50 fucking states. Like, I don't know how he does that shit. It's he, oh, he, he's, Be- he's Beethoven. John, John King is Beethoven playing the piano. Doesn't is even Beethoven have to look deaf? Which makes uh, it even more impressive. Okay, it's fine. It's a good point. It's a good point. And so uh, I did also – it also remind. I forgot – that because they one of the things they do if you didn't watch is they go back to they compare it to 2016 all the time so it was like hey this county trump so like really early on in florida there was a county that um that was biden was winning by like a hundred thousand votes and you were like oh that's awesome for biden well then they went back to 2016 and hillary had won that county by like three hundred thousand, and immediately you knew oh that's not good, even though it kind of looks good. So they're comparing. I forgot about Gary Johnson, though. It did bring me back. Like I kept seeing on 2016 that we actually had third parties that got two, three, sometimes four percent of the vote because of how bad we hated Trump and Hillary as like a country. And that, that was like the biggest election of like I hate these people. Well, we had something called a Jorgensen this time too. Yeah, I but saw, Jorgensen got a Jorgensen pop up, but never got more than one percent. Gary Gary Johnson was getting like two to three four percent when when he mm. went back to 2016, which I thought was kind of uh, uh, interesting. Last thing on CNN, do you kind of feel bad for Rick Santorum or whatever? He's like the lone Republican that just like Rick every Santorum? time he yeah Rick he tries to like say something 
sort of conservative or from the Republican. And then he has like five mm-hmm. people just shit on him. Like he's an asshole. And he, you just and see he, him like, Oh, I could. And he's, and he's really like even tempered and right. pretty like mild and like makes some okay points too. Right, right. And, but then like, man, you have Van Jones who, if you guys don't know Van Jones, he leans a little to the left and uh, he just bounces. And it's like, Jesus, just leave Rick alone. Rick's trying to like, He's just trying to like give another point of view. Right. He's trying there. to make your your network not so biased. He's trying to give you a little bit of legitimacy, <laughs> right, because yeah. I mean, even, even my boy John King up there tickling the big board was still he would draw he would he would like lower his guard to say, uh, you know what? And we're doing here we're doing okay here in this state. Trump coming up on Trump. So quit saying we, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're at least pretend team. to be journalistically like. A neutral. couple times he caught himself and said, "Well, I have no I have no dog in this fight." It's like, well, uh, it, it, no, it, it, he does. He does. John King is is a CNN anchor who he's a daily CNN anchor and he's 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 okay he's meh but man every four years here for the Olympics yeah. they dust him off they give him an eight ball of coke and they activate him and they get the fuck out there and do your thing baby and, well, and he does yeah, John King performs really well funny you bring up the coke because he kept talking about espressos he's like grab another espresso and we all knew that was code for like a line bro oh it. yeah he, uh, he's taking bumps for sure. oh god all right so. That was the coverage. I do also the next thing I want to we got to talk about is is Trump sort of like Christopher Columbus just started claiming victories territories before they were actually his. Yeah, um, you know, so so he he kind of got a little little crazy. Did take the, uh, the premature ejac, if you will. He he got really excited early on. Um, <laughs> Eve just made a really disgusted face. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it was. It was Eve. It, did you just imagine Donald or Trump ejaculating? Yeah. I never want to do that. Please. Don't now everyone now everyone did, John, which, which just ruins like everyone just turned off our <laughs> sorry. Nobody's sorry. gonna Keep listen going. from this point Keep on. Going. Yeah, but yeah. uh but yeah, so so CNN, I will say one the other thing about John King, almost annoyingly, because he knew people were tuning in throughout the night, annoyingly would tell us how early it was. Like throughout like even at like ten o'clock, he was like, just so you know, these are early results. There's a long way to go. <laughs> and well, Trump didn't get the fucking memo. Because he announced victory at, uh, I think it was around midnight last night, was it not? I mean, he he announced himself the winner before it, even close. I mean, he may win. There's still a chance. Um, I think it's that's the point. It still could go either way. But what was he doing? What is Trump doing out there? Well, first of all, speaking of announcing early, um, I, I wasn't going to flip over to Fox News because I'm so enamored with John King. But uh, Chaz's wife, who Chaz and his wife were over with us, and Chaz's wife said, hey, we should flip back and forth to see what both sides are saying. Yeah. And so we would flip over to Fox News, and they were, like, announcing states uh, for both sides way too early. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they would announce state, and we would flip back over to CNN, and they're like, their, their electoral count for both candidates was, was very low. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, then towards the end of the night or early, the, or early this morning, to your point, Dubs, uh, yeah, Trump did prematurely just come out and say, yep, we're doing really well, and we need to stop voting. And we need to stop <laughs> counting the votes from here on out because he was up. He was up in all the states. And he's like, done. You're done. You're done counting the like rest, The rest of the ballots are illegal. He's a coach coming out in the third quarter and being like, all right, we won the game. And, and he's, been declaring, he's been declaring victory throughout the day. He, he declared victory in Michigan and Arizona today, um, which y- you can't do. Um, you have to like the votes have to be counted, as John King will tell you over and over. Um, yeah, I can't declare victory um, 
over your coffee and then take it from you. That's not how society works. And he also said he's going to file for a recount in Wisconsin. He's got his lawyers at everywhere. So, I mean, we're not, we're not at the end of this talk. Buckle up. Not anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am curious. So, John, my county, I live in a very red county, uh, mm. 29% Biden. I, I do too. Yeah, 29% Biden and 69% Trump. Did you look at your county? I was curious how how red it was because it was it was kind of interesting to see because I mean I, I I there were Trump rallies in my area and I remember yeah. being like damn you know it, it's just funny when you live in these places depending on where you live it was hard for me to like really say I don't know that Biden's gonna win because how can I I live in an area where it's like I, that is not the way people feel in my in my little town um so yeah I was yeah. kind of curious what yours looked like well, I mean, so same here. My my the county that I live in is very uh, red, um, but I will tell you that the the vote was pretty close. It still it actually still ended up going to Trump somehow by around four thousand votes, so one hundred fifteen thousand to one hundred thousand for Biden. Or okay, else, yeah, so one hundred fifteen for Trump, one hundred thousand, one hundred one thousand for Biden. So that's that's surprisingly close for yeah, my really close. red county that has a Trump pin sign every other door. Um, like, yeah, we have trucks driving throughout the town, uh, my town with, yeah, the big flags flying off the back. So, oh. I mean, I was really surprised that it was so close. And so, I mean, and also that's a lot of votes, right? Like my town, maybe yeah, has, you have a lot of people up in that mother. Well, there's probably 300,000, some people in my town. Purge, um, purge. And so 200, so 216 thousand people voting. That's crazy. That's like. A lot. It has to be a lot of people voting for the first time ever. Yeah, like like me, like your wife. Yeah, no, voter I, town, John King told us that voter turnout. He told us one hundred and fifty thousand times. The voter turnout was crazy. Yeah. You voted for the first time as a man in your mid thirties. Um, my <laughs> wife, my wife voted for the first time ever uh, in this election as well. Another, a woman in her mid thirties, and she. Uh, the funny thing about that is. Uh, she registered just on by clicking on like a Joe Biden sponsored Facebook post, and now she just gets text messages Uh-oh. from uh, the campaign. That, that hey, Rach, Joe again. <laughs> Can you spare five dollars? We're losing by two points, and here and here. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Trump. Uh, Trump does a great job of invigorating his base, right? And that's how he won in twenty sixteen by getting the base out and ex- exciting them to vote. But this time around, he excited both bases to vote. And so you had one of the biggest voter turnouts yeah. in history from both wow. from both sides. Uh, yeah, and I think also just the fact that like uh, you know I, it was funny. I, I was telling John, he, my son came up to me. He goes, "Dad, what's voting like? Like, how do you do it when you go in?" And I was like, "Well, I could tell you what voting's like when you mail in a ballot. That's the only time I've ever voted. <laughs> like, really? I don't know. I don't know what it's like to go into." Yeah, you know, I don't. I, who knows? But I do. I, think it's that, like it's like I do. It's like going into a stall like that has a urinal and worrying about somebody walking in on you. But then you're like, why am I worried? I'm just making bubbles on a paper. And then oh shit, let's go back to second grade where I have to fill in the bubbles and not go over them. What if they miscount my? Oh no, I just went outside the bubble. They're gonna miscount my ballot. That's and then you go and see decrepit old lady Becky at the counter. In. Yeah, turn it yeah, in. Becky. Oh, yep. poor Becky. Did you, did you vote? Do you vote in person, Eve? No, usually I do. This year I did mail in. Cool. Nice. My county, by the way, so eight. So it's much less populated. Eighteen thousand Trump voters, seven thousand Biden voters. You you could say uh, I'm the most experienced voter here, I guess. 
So if it was seven, eighteen. Well, what, oh, I, I have, I have yeah, two. Oh, oh, and John's oh, older. Oh, and oh. I'm older than you, so okay. I've at least got one more election on you. I'm, the, old, you I'm the most experienced you female. Slow, slow your election rule. Oh, okay, I mean. Yeah, okay. You could go ahead. <laughs> I think you can go ahead and put that in front of anything that you think. <laughs> I'm, going I'm going to. <laughs> uh, a couple other things, by the way, about the elections. I did uh, see that there was a guy that won in North Dakota uh, that had died a couple what? weeks ago. He's no longer alive, but he still won the election. Uh, which, cool. you know, again, sucks for the guy that loses because it's like, you know, if you lose fair and square to a guy that's alive, I think that's like, uh, you know, we had a good campaign. But if you lose to a dead guy, that's rough. That's a rough L to take, I think. Um, did he did he die before the votes were cast? Or no, he died vote? of COVID, first of all. That was the other uh-huh. interesting thing. I, I guess so if, if um, the way it was set up is – because they didn't have a replacement or whatever, they said, if you vote for this guy, there'll be a Republican replacement. So I think it was more of a vote for a Republican candidate, not knowing who the candidate was. That's, that's kind of how that went. Yeah, uh, yeah. Party of party over state and party over country, which is, you know, why Trump got a party, party, party. Everyone wants a party. It's a party. Okay. But there is a winner. There was a winner of the election. Is there? You guys, it was fucking drugs. People drugs oh. won the election. God damn, we've talked about it. We started a trend here on pancakes and pandemics. We started pre we started being pro cocaine, mostly John. Me and he kind of were like, okay, we can do that. We'll support you. you. Yeah, like go John. Thanks, guys. Yeah, some resources if you need it. So so give John some credit because he started a movement in our country. And I I think it's naive to think that our show didn't have something to do with this because we were ahead of it. Again, just kind of like the Washington racial slur thing. And now you have all these states that have gone pro marijuana. You have Oregon that's just like, fuck it, just let it go. I mean, let's just get fucked up. Uh, John, I know this is an important topic. This probably mm-hmm. drove your your left leaning, you know, you're probably right on every other topic, but when it comes to drugs, you're all the way left and that drives your vote. How do you feel? I mean, at, being kind of a spokesperson of a movement. Well, I feel pretty great. I mean, as always, I want to thank Allah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm a single issue voter, and that's really why I voted for Biden, because he did mention in the third debate he would decriminalize cocaine. Or I'm sorry, the second debate or the first debate. And when he spoke about his son, Hunter, who's a big fan of the cocaine. And so I, I just uh, just a family that has cocaine running throughout its, its, its veins. veins. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I got to vote for that. And yeah, Oregon. I mean, what a beautiful, shining state that they have. I've already put my house on the market because, yeah, they decriminalize cocaine. You can have up to two grams in your possession, which, let's face it, two grams, that's, yeah, that's, that's, enough, yeah. that's enough for a good weekend. Right. But, I mean, that's a start, right? And we're going to work up from that. We're going to get people there. And I hope on the ballot next time around we're going to have uh, the decriminalization of drunk driving as well. What okay. That's a, you know, you're just ahead of Whoa. your time. You're a visionary. And that's why – God, that's why people listen. You're like, the, you're like the Bernie Sanders of drugs. There you go. Drug issues. Way I don't ahead of your the Bernie Sanders was way ahead of his time for a lot of other things like social, human rights, okay. activism. Yeah. He's super old, so that doesn't surprise oh. me. I do like about Bernie. I will say this. You're, you're right. Bernie's been talking about the same goddamn shit since he wasn't old. And now he's really old. And so he has been saying the same thing. One of the few <laughs> candidates that, like, regardless of anything, has always been saying the same goddamn thing. So, yeah, I like Bernie. Uh, you know, 
he would have beat Trump in the first, in 2016. We just had to, we, we went with Hillary and the, it was the only person that we were like, we kind of hate her too. Like it would have been hard to vote against Bernie as like a nice so? guy. Yes. Uh, like, I don't know, man. Like I know, I know where Eve, I, I know where you lie dubs. I feel like you're pretty centrist on everything. Yeah. Me, I, I, I'm a Republican that's become left leaning and lo- later in life. Um, I did vote for Hillary, but because I despise Trump. But if Bernie had won the nomination, he's too far left for me. You would have voted. You would. I would have voted Trump. I would have voted for the reality TV star. Yeah, no, because I, I I'm not on board with like universal basic income. See, I think like, honestly, I think Hillary gave a lot of people the. Uh, they felt like we can't vote. Trump's a terrible person. And there were so many terrible stories out there about Hillary and her scandals as well. Which is all fucking bullshit. Uh, might, whatever. Bullshit. It might have been bullshit. Regardless yeah, of the validity yeah. of a validity, validity. Validity. Of validity. There was a lot less of that around Bernie. Like Bernie would have – it would have been hard to attack Bernie's character because you would have been like, well, what are you going to attack? He's been doing the same shit. Yeah, you can say he's a crazy old person, but that's really all you can say. Yeah. Um so I think he would have won because I think the last election was more about who you hated more. And there were a lot of people that are like, oh, I hate Trump. And then they'd go over to the other side and be like, oh, but I fucking hate Hillary. And I don't know, man. I, I, I fundamentally disagree just because I think Bernie was very he, – he was such a far departure from even Hillary. Uh, yeah, so yeah you're, you're going we'll to progr- get all the progressives, but yeah, you, you, you miss some people in the middle. I, I, re- I also like at the end of elections, this is kind of my last election comment, is that we talk like like uh, the exit polls are interesting. Like I remember last time, one of the big things that happened with Hillary, black people didn't show up. Ob- you know, a t- a t- and we, talk, we, we like say that. It's like, yeah, when Obama in 2012 and t- 2008, Eight. tons of black people showed up. And then in 2016, those fucking black people did not vote. And that killed Hillary. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think all the demographics are out there. They were talking big about like how uh, where Trump really kind of got hammered was in the uh, suburbs, like well, frankly, suburban like, white women. Yeah, yeah. White folk went the other way this time. They uh, they went more for Biden. It seems like educated white folk did, and uh, blue collar white folk did. And actually, Trump was up among black folks and Latinos. Yeah, and, but, and, I think, but I think that's mostly because more people voted. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. again, one demographic Trump was definitively up and has been up in for a while uh, was Cuban Americans. So I, it was no surprise that he he's he took Florida handily. Well, you also had uh, what 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 was the guy's name? Uh, uh, what we talked about with the beans? He was pro Trump. His big Hispanic uh, business going oh, to the Goya, no, the Goya yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy inspired <laughs> some Hispanics to be like, yeah, Trump. Okay. Um, all right. So drugs was the winner. Fuck, I got nothing else on, on the election. Is there any, any final comments that we want to make? Uh, it's going to be exciting. I think we'll still be talking about it probably yeah, next time we do a podcast. Yeah, so we'll find out like next Tuesday. We should find out by Friday. Does it not just come down to Nevada at this point? Like if, if, if Biden wins Nevada, it's over. Yeah. From what I've seen, but if he has not, to have Nevada and Arizona. No, he just has to have a. He has to have yes, Nevada. but they've, they've given right? him Arizona. Yeah. You're right. It's, they do. They do need both. But five, 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 Arizona five. is still topsy turvy, guys. Not according to Associated Press. I, I know there's different. Okay, um, guys, it's not. It's not all reported. And don't believe that it's locked in yet. So Arizona is interesting, right? Like uh, last night, it went. It was called for Biden, and then Fox News flipped it red. They said, "No, no, no. It's not Biden's. It's now Trump's." 
Um, and then today earlier, they had to like come on air and issue a solemn apology because they flipped it back to Biden. Okay. And, um, and CNN now has just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to keep it grayed out because we just don't know yet. So okay. I believe about 95% have voted in, but I mean, yeah, Arizona is interesting that they have like four count. Arizona has like four fucking counties, yeah. gigantic counties that encompass the entire state. And so they're still reporting. They're it's going to heavily come down to Vegas, baby, it, it's, by the way. It, no, it's Phoenix. It's Phoenix and Arizona. They have like four counties, supposedly, that haven't like been fully counted. And then I don't know yeah. about – I think Nevada is is Las Vegas, yeah. Well, well Nevada is interesting because they have the least percentage counted. So like Nevada's mm-hmm. only at like 70-something percent counted. And, and I do like – I want it to come down to Vegas because whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, guys. Well, unless and, well, it's an election, and then if it, you notice on there, it's like it's Reno and Vegas are blue, and then everything else is red. So it's like desert. Desert <laughs> yeah. people, yeah. It's, 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 it's Tuscan Raiders yeah. that are voting Trump. <laughs> All right, San, San um, we'll be here for it. Um, it'll be interesting. <laughs> Excited about <laughs> it. Let's get into versus. Trump versus Biden. No, no, no. no. All right. First topic, guys. First topic. Vow, a vow of silence versus a vow of celibacy. God, I said that right. I got to tell you, I've practiced that word a few times. That was the first time I've actually said it right. John, I want to go to you first. Where are you going? So which one that I want to have? Yeah, you have to take one of those. You have to take one of them. Yeah, I have to do one of those vows. So, uh, you know, I enjoy talking, and I think that I'm relatively good at it, hence this podcast. Uh, I like maybe making people laugh, and talking is how, for the most part, I, I do my job. So I'm going to go ahead and take the vow of celibacy. Uh, I, I mean, I need, I need to talk in order to survive. Sex is wonderful and a beautiful expression of love and slash lust between two or more people. Uh, <laughs> but if I have to, my right hand will work in a snap. Uh, sometimes too well and too fast. And sometimes if I sit on my hand and I let it fall asleep, then I can just start it in myself and kind of have like a feeling of someone else doing it. What the fuck? We call that guy the stranger. Uh, and again, if I couldn't have sex with a woman, a slightly rotten melon will do anytime or a fuck me silly three. Uh, the cleanup on a melon though is not a good time. Uh, it works. It helps our local farmers, our local economy, but the cleanup does suck. Um. Yeah, so I'm pro vow of celibacy, I guess, and and pro fucking melons. Okay. Eve, <laughs> I kind of blocked out a lot of that to remain innocent. <laughs> um, I am definitely gonna take um a vow of silence because, yeah, I can go great lengths without talking. It's actually nice to me for the other person to do all the talking and for me not to have to say anything like a, like a handmaid's tale kind of vibe, but without like the rape. So, um, I would definitely, <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Hard hitting. Um, yeah, I would definitely like to still have sex with people. That's, okay. That's so keep the rape. Yeah. No, keep, no, keep the consensual interaction. Got it. Okay. okay perfect. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go with a silent fucker here. I'm going to be a silent fucker. I'm taking the... Sus! <laughs> sus! <laughs> what do you guys do? Just... Mm, taking the vowel mm, time. So, hold on. Like, a, like closed mouth sounds of pleasure. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. I got to get it together. And then if you have to laugh, you, you just laugh like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, hold on. Let me regroup. So here's what drove my decision: is it, don't don't priests take the vow of celibacy? Is that what priests do? Yeah, and then they those people are yeah, they're fucked up. I don't want to do anything that priests do because I don't know what'll happen. I'll take my vow of silence. I'll learn sign language. I'll still have sex with my wife. And by the way, I'm gonna have the first successful silent podcast. Hmm. We're doing it right now. How's that going? How's that going? (laughs) All right. Next one. A bar going out to a bar. Going to a house party. Eve, I want to go to you second. Back to John. Uh, There's more room at a bar and typically more things to do. So there's more room. You can social distance, which is good to do right now as rising COVID cases afflict our country. And so in the spirit of social distancing and being entertained, I'm taking the bar. At a house party, you're forced to engage with other people. Um, otherwise, you're going to be the loser sitting in the corner of the house trying to make small talk with the homeowner's dog or their fucking rabbit. And that sucks. So, yeah, give me the bar. I can look at a TV. I can high-five a stranger if a sporting event does something that's happy. Uh, but, yeah, I want that over a house party. All right. Eve, where are you going? Uh, house party. Cheaper booze, usually free food. Uh, it's usually people I like and no vagrants. So people are not going to randomly come up to me and ruin my night. Um, no dirty tables. I don't have to worry about horrible service. I can get my drink whenever I want, refill my drink. It's quiet enough usually where I can actually have a conversation. And I swear to God, I hope there's a dog there, okay? I love just going to the house party dog because people, you know, if you get irritated by people, you can just like hang out with their dog or you just crash on their couch or watch TV or sneak into the room and play on their Xbox. So, house party. Oh, you're a really weird house party guest. But everything <laughs> you said up until you got kind of bizarre at the end, I completely agree with. So, I'm also going to go house party. My dad, by the way, loved the band Jay Giles. I think it's yeah. from like the 70s. Sure, they have a song called House Party. And it's yeah. kind of a banger. Uh, I'm going to go with house party here. And I'm going to do it, Eve, mainly because of the expenses. I've never spent more than $20 going to a house party. A bar trip can easily get into three digits. Uh, I also like that you know who's going to be there. I like the decibel levels, usually at a reasonable amount. I think really house parties are, are for as I get older. I'm pushing 40 now. The bar scene is too young. I'm not – it's out of my game. I, I'm, I'm a house party guy. All right. Next one. God, this one's kind of a mouthful. Uh, making – a lot of okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, making a lot of money at a morally questionable job, versus making minimal amounts of money at a job that helps lots of people. Eve, I'd like to go to you first. You already know my answer. I'm gonna take the the pay cut and help people because I'm not an asshole. And I'm not like you guys, because that's all. I know you both are going to choose that option. So you already chose that option in your life. Uh, How dare you? (laughs) We're raising children. Um, I don't know. I don't know about God. I don't think John is raising children. (laughs) He's he's just watching them grow. (laughs) (laughs) I have been around God. Send me pictures. Send me pictures. And it is definitely like one of the things that my wife said to me after we hung out with John last time is she just simply goes, Yo, Rachel does a lot. She does a lot. That's that's all she said. And I was like, I think what you're trying to say is John doesn't do fucking much. Is what you're saying. <laughs> totally hear you. Uh, but John, you're up. What do you get? Eve, you, you nailed it. <laughs> um, 
Listen, as long as I'm not the one directly clubbing the baby seal in the head, <laughs> but maybe I'm a baby seal club or manufacturer. I'm good with that. I'm making the money off the clubs, but I'm not the one directly committing the sin. I'll take the job that makes me the most money. If for some reason, unbeknownst to me, my company dumps toxic waste into your, your local drinking water, um, you have a kid and it ends up having three eyes. Well, in my opinion, you owe me and my company extra money for gifting your child an extra cool eye. Um, yeah, I'm not down for making a minimum wage, saving the fucking whales or being a gypsy midwife or whatever. What? Give me all the monies. Are those the only two jobs you think are good for the yes. pe- for people? Correct. That's that's accurate. Gypsy midwife and saving the whales. And eighty year old poll workers. How about that? Okay, Becky. So, Be- so Becky. The ironic part about this question is John and I both did a morally questionable job for a minimal amount of money at one point <laughs> in our lives. So we just a little background. There was a period of time where we were uh, tasked with upholding really shady contracts as if they were the law. But the second a lawyer got involved, we would bold like a cheap. Bold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just like, no, uh, never mind. We're sorry that you brought that up. Here we'll you go. We'll negotiate and take whatever you'll give us. <laughs> so uh, here's what I'll tell you is as I lived eight hours a day in a morally questionable job, it started bleeding over to my personal life. John, we wrote a letter to someone in jail to see if their ex-girlfriend would repost about it on Facebook. I would cheat in golf regularly without remorse so if you spend eight eight hours a day weakening your moral values it progressively seeps into every aspect of your life so with that in mind i'll be the director at my local food bank making 25k a year shocking everybody i'm not doing the morally questionable job i don't know that's true i I don't believe you Yeah, you'll, you'll still take one look at that and be like, I need to go my, back to my old job. I don't like this. I got, I got four kids. Shit. I got five bathrooms. Well, I was I was thinking that at the food bank, it's pretty nice cover for selling drugs or doing something really sketchy illegally. Um, in, so that's kind of where – Yeah, in Oregon, you're going to have a better time. Yeah, good point. All right, next one. Getting up early versus staying up late. Staying John, up late. Stay, oh, Okay. No, you just went. You fucking take it. I guess I'm no longer in charge. Jesus. Go right ahead. Yeah, I got used to you being gone this weekend. Stay up late uh, because no one wants to get up early. If early bird gets the worm, then I don't want to be the early bird because worms are disgusting. And I can do so many more fun things at night than I can early in the morning. Beautiful, Eve. Yeah, very good. Uh, I'm Switzerland here. I'm going to be firmly in the middle. You can't do that. Uh, I like- well, I think no. I can. You know what? Let I like doing out. both. Let it play out, Eve. Let it play I out. I like doing both. I hate going to bed because sleep is incredibly boring. Um, you don't do anything other than you lay there and you're useless. Uh, you don't get to experience anything. You don't dream? So, Wait, you don't even have dreams? I have. It's mostly nightmares. Oh. But So staying up, you, you get to continue to doing things and experiencing life. And then getting up early, you get to do more things in the day because you're experiencing more of the day than others. Uh, that don't get up early. I, I say all this, but please do know that this eventually catches up with me around like Thursday. But yes, I go to I go to bed like at six p.m. and Thursday. need to get up at like eight that, eight or by nine. Did that start at Monday? That's when that whole thing started. So you made it three days before it catches up. It it, 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 it starts Sunday, and okay. I run hard on four or five hours worth of sleep for the week until. I hit a uh, very tired wall on Thursday. By the way, going back to our really sketchy job that we used to have, I do remember every Tuesday, me and my boss, because I would get in there at the time where our job started. My boss started. and I. 
my boss and I, I would get in there at a reason. <laughs> Fuck you, Eve. So I'd get in there at eight o'clock when we were all supposed to be there. And it was always like, I'd look at my boss and we'd look at each other and be like, I wonder what time John shows up. And if he reeks like booze, like he normally does, like what level of hungover will he be because of Monday night football? And without fail, it was always like eight 30. You'd come fucking in. You'd be full sweat for some reason, like just because of being alive, I guess. And uh, you reeked like alcohol and that was every single Tuesday. So you did, you, you knew how to throw down during the week. Um, I, I said on the show before, I don't believe that the weekends or even weeknights are a time to stop the party. You, gotcha. you, you keep going yeah. until there's, there's no more party left to be had. And yeah, I, I did go hard for those football games back. In the yeah. day. So, so, so I, 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 I stay up late all the time, midnight, one o'clock, most nights, uh, sometimes for this stupid fucking podcast, by the way, most of the time it's for sporting events and Esteban can attest to this Eastern standard time is the worst for sporting events. Sporting events will start around eight 30. Like the big ones start around eight 30 here. You got to stay up till midnight, one o'clock to watch them all. I never get up early, but when I do get up early, it's usually a great day. I feel better. I get more accomplished. I actually exercise. So I think I'm going to take a getting up early. As opposed to staying up late, even though I never do it. All right, next one. No candy for Halloween versus no turkey for Thanksgiving. No candy for Halloween versus no. I don't know why I repeat it like that. We all heard it. Yeah, we got it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eve. Um, I'm addicted to sugar, and I also don't really care for turkey. So I will not ruin my Halloween. I am a ham person for Thanksgiving. So I will say no to turkey. It's always dry or just like somehow just unsatisfying. So I can definitely go eat all the other wonderful dishes on Thanksgiving. I'm going to go ahead and take no candy for Halloween. Uh, Yeah, I think that Halloween can be just as much fun. Uh, by dressing up in costumes and going door to door and receiving high fives or jello, money sh- instead. Jello shots. Jello shots, whatever. Little trinkets. Um, so I don't necessarily need candy on Halloween. The one time of the year I get to show off my turkey making skills is on Thanksgiving. Uh, I'll even purchase and prepare a practice turkey beforehand just to make sure that my game day turkey is good to go. It can be kind of a fine art making a turkey. And my turkey's not like your grandmother's dry-ass bird that has to be drowned in gravy just to be fucking edible. I pride myself in the art of making a bird. So give me the turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I noticed when Eve said something about a dry turkey, you gave like a face of like anger, frustration towards that. Yeah. So yeah. I, you're, you're, you're eating garbage bird, Eve. I think it's just yeah. like turkey is dry in general. Like I just think it's it's just not as like you can see John just getting really, pissed about this. Uh, it, it, it's easy to, it's easy to dry it out as you cook it. You have to you have to nail the timing and the temperature in order to make it. You have to baste it properly. Wet yeah, wet and go. Oh. <laughs> okay, next. Next is me. That's who's up. Uh, I, you know what? Blasphemy, maybe. I don't like turkey. Uh, it's a very average meat. I generally do what Eve described and douse it in gravy. I, I, I kind of like mashed potatoes. Stuffing is disgusting. Uh, green beans and squash. I don't want that shit. I'm just going to shit all over Thanksgiving's traditional meal altogether. I don't want any of it. Thanksgiving dessert is okay. Um, but specifically this week, as I hammer my children's candy, what, what seems at this point like an unlimited supply, 
Uh, it's been great. So give me no turkey for Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. Yeah. Give me no turkey for Thanksgiving. I want the candy uh, on Halloween. There we go. Pancakes and pandemics Thanksgiving at my house. Y'all are invited. Y'all I'm going to change, no. change your mind on turkey. But what's like your favorite it. Halloween candy is the question. Are you a garbage person who likes milk duds? Uh, uh, I love it. I, almond I, joy. I like milk duds, but I don't know that I would like put them up there. What almond you joys are sneaky. Really, really good. So I'm kind of like – if I'm going like candy bar, like I, I'm very traditional with like a Kit Kat, Twix. Those are kind of up there for me. But I, I'm also like – I love Skittles – um, and Sour Patch and Starburst. Like it's those just are sugar. Small. It's just sugar with color. Yeah, that's what candy is. No, chocolate is beyond sugar. Okay. <laughs> Reese's you peanut butter fucking... cups with peanut butter. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. You're gonna eat poop that tastes like chocolate. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. What? Oh, yeah, that's right. I am gonna eat. All right, we're going to the next one. <laughs> ability to run a hundred miles per hour versus the ability to fly at ten miles an hour. I'm going to go first. All right. This one was kind of tough. What? Yeah, it was, it's a good one. Uh, and at the end of the day, speed kills. But I mean that in a fucking literal sense. Like if I trip at 100 miles an hour, I'm going to die. Uh, so, yes, I want to be a track star. I want to be able to literally run to the grocery store. Uh, I would be an athlete at a lot of different sports if I could run 100 miles an hour. But just takes one fall, one accidental run into something, and I'm dead. So 10 mile an hour flying, that's where I'm going to go. I think it's leisurely. It's a leisurely speed. I'll still be doing something that no one else can do. You know, hey, babe, I'm going to go take the dog for a fly. I want to say those things. I think that'd be fun. It would also be dope as shit to be in rec hoops. I play a lot of rec hoops. Like I could see myself, like, oh, I'm going to jump from the three-point line, couple 360s, slam a jam in your face, bitch, and then run back and talk shit to the 50-year-old guy that was guarding me. So I'm going to fly at 10 miles an hour. Eve, where are you going? I, I feel like that's oh, oh. I feel like that's the only way to to use your power without getting like kidnapped by the CIA is to like do the little things like at the basketball court or like jumping over from between two buildings. You know what I mean? Like things that are like minimal that people won't be like, oh, they can fly. I, I think it's funny yeah. that Dubs is going to take his dog for a fly, <laughs> uh, but I don't think that the dog can fly, so he's just going to be strangling the dog. <laughs> Um, his dog will be dangling from a noose. No, it'll be like it'll be like it'll be like Christmas Carol, where uh, oh, everybody so just Scrooge gets pulled in the yeah, air. Maybe I would. I won't be that high off the ground. She'll st- she'll still be able the to. The dog will be in a harness. It's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Uh, that's. Uh, I don't really agree with you what you're saying, but. If you had watched the show The Boys, maybe you would have better insight into this. Um, oh, please make that reference. That no one call knows. me, call me A Train, but not like a douchebag because I'm going to run 100 miles per hour, and I will not run into somebody and murder them. I will use it to save time on the highway. I will use it to get away from creepy people. I don't know. I think I just use it in general just to get faster, faster to places because I'm a fast walker. Like, if I'm walking down the street and people are in my way, I'm just like, excuse me, move. Excuse me, move. Now, I can, like, make it to work in, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. So, so Eve, didn't you – Just I just want to make sure I remember the story right. Didn't you fall walking on a pool deck, like a flat pool deck? It, yes or no? Just answer the question. And you're going to run 100 miles an hour. One fucking trip, and you're fucking dead, Eve. So, go ahead. Go ahead, run 100 miles an hour. Nice knowing you. That's all I gotta say. I'll wear lots of gear. Okay. 
I'll be like Not Bubble Boy. <laughs> all right, all right. You're gonna only run like 94 miles an hour with all that stuff. Fast, faster than most guys pitch. All right. Fair enough, that's, John. Where are you going? True. Um. Yeah, I think we've had some iteration on this before, but yeah, I'm not interested in being the Flash. As a fuck boy, uh, being able to fly no matter at what speed would be really cool. Yeah, um, even if I just levitate and honestly <laughs> capping me at just like capping me at ten miles an hour, that's probably a really good limit in order to keep me from killing myself. Not unlike the two gram limit on cocaine that they have in Oregon now that is decriminalized. Like I, I, I know myself. I know I need limits. Uh, so that's yeah. The ten mile hour on flying is good. All right, I love it. That was a fun versus. I like all those topics. Great job, guys. Uh, I got to tell you guys a funny story because I talked to my wife about our podcast, and then we'll close this out. So I was making fun of her about the MLMs, John, because you brought up that you know you kind of called my wife out, and I actually told her I said you know so we were talking on the podcast, and John started ripping on you about all the MLMs. <laughs> so I threw you under the bus, and. Uh, so she reminded me of what was a very funny story where I embarrassed myself and really embarrassed uh, her. Uh, she was hosting a uh, bridal shower. No, baby shower. It was a baby shower. Okay. And her friend, the person that was going to have the baby friend was a pure romance. Uh, whatever. She sold pure romance. For those she of sold, you who don't yeah, know. Dildos, right? Dildos. Yeah. Sex toys, lube, all that stuff. Right. So they, they come up with this great idea. They were going to have this um, uh, baby shower. Now it's going to be a baby shower and a pure romance party. That's like, that's what is going to happen at this, at this party. So I, the, my wife tells me about this. We're hosting it at our house. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking be here for that. So I leave. Oh. I come back and I kind of forgot that they had the pure romance part of this. So I walk in the door and the first thing I say to the girl that just had the baby shower, he goes, "Hey, did you get anything exciting?" And I was talking, I was talking about, I was talking about the baby shower, okay? But but my wife, along with this woman, along with everybody there, thought I walked in, singled out this girl, and asked her what kind of sex toys she got, what kind of dildo did you get today, sweetheart? So yeah, I she reminded me of that story, which. I think at one point we were talking about the most embarrassing stories of our lives. That was pretty high up there for me. I felt really small and really dumb uh, in that said. moment. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem that bad. I would, I envisioned in my mind, like every woman in the room, when you asked, hey, would you get anything exciting? That every woman in the room was like the Jedi Council and just held up their gigantic <laughs> lightsaber dildos and showed you and presented them to you. That's what I had in my head. <laughs> oh, no, it was just me. <laughs> Asking some woman that wasn't my wife in front of my wife what kind of sex toys she got. Dildos are just so overrated, you know? Just, I've always thought that, you know? And, yeah. Just so overrated. There's better things out there. You're just guy sex toys too, okay? Don't don't hate until you try it. Yeah, I know. There's rotten melons. Excuse <laughs> <Ew>! <laughs> hey, if you're listening right now and you've made it to the end of the show, make sure you rate, subscribe, review. See you. See you.